0: So here's my story of how I became a millionaire at the age of 32 through real estate. Intro. So for those of you who don't know, my name is Kong. I was born and raised in Vietnam. Grew up in a mud hut, super dirt poor. Both of my parents are field worker, right? So they couldn't afford for me to go to school. Because back in my country, you got to pay for education, not like over here, it's free. So you got the money, your kid go to school, if they don't, well, too bad. So I can speak my own language, but I can't read or write. Now, I was blessed, my family was blessed enough, I get to come to America at the age of nine. And when I came to America, everything was, you know, the experience was, I've never seen snow before. I've never seen carpet before. And... uh, I've never seen a refrigerator before I've never seen a microwave before So all of those was, was absolutely so cool But anyways, from age of 9 all the way until I was 15 um, Every single summer, right after school was over When all the kids get to go and pl- and hang out with their friends And kind of do their own thing like, like as a kid, I was picking blueberries, raspberry, cucumbers, strawberry, beans, carrots, peach I mean, you name it, I probably picked it and we, I was working at 6 o'clock in the morning until like 6 or 7 p.m. at night. From, from the age of 9 all the way until I was 15. So as since I was a little kid, my parents already ingrained that work ethic within me. So anyways, at the age of 17, I dropped out of high school. Um, the reason why, because I didn't like school. I knew it wasn't for me. I knew that even after I graduated, I wasn't going to pursue anything further. Like, I didn't want to go to college. I didn't see any reason to get a high school diploma. And um, I was being picked on. I was being bullied, you know. Coming to America with a different language. I, You know, people making fun of me the way I I, I talk. My height. Like, like all of that. So, I was like, since I was a kid, even up to, to my late 20s, I was, you know, physically and mentally very 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 insecure I hated myself right I, I hated myself I hate the way I look and, and I, I just kind of hated who I am so um, I remember crying you know crying multiple times in school out of school at home and uh, I, I remember pretty much saying to God like pretty much why did you create me the way that I am anyways so I dropped out of high school when I was 17 and it was a disappointment to my parents because Asian parents, you know, they want you to become a doctor, a lawyer, an engineer, a pilot, you know, something that makes a lot of money. But I wasn't one of them. So I dropped out of high school and uh, met the wife at the age of 18. Wife is the same thing. She's also a high school dropout. She was pretty much the same background. She was living with her mom in a trailer park in a single wide. So I told my mom, I'm, I, I, I found my love. I'm going to pack up and I, I'm out. So... I pack up my backpack, move in with the wife into this little shed behind a mobile home park where her mom lives, and uh, we stay there from 18 all the way into 23, dead broke. I remember when I was dating her, I borrowed the wife $20 for gas. I, I I didn't have any money for gas, and the car that I was driving wasn't even my car; it was my parents' car, and uh, I was, you know, dead broke. So I got my first job. And I was making $8.50, like my first real job. I got, I made, I was making $8.50 an hour. It took us from that all the way until I was 20. Well, we pretty much got our first business. This is my first experience of being kind of an entrepreneur, a business owner. Like, you know, owning my own business. So it was absolutely, I thought it was so cool. And um, it was a hair extension kiosk. So my wife, she was working for this Korean guy. And he owned this hair extension kiosk in the mall. And he was trying to grow too fast, too quick. So he went kind of down and under. He sold that business over to the wife. She knew that she could make it a lot better than what it was. Right? Because she knew the in and the out. She know how much thing costs, how much he was making, and all of that. So we took the money that we have saved, I think about 15000 So when my wife and I was, were, was living in the shed, our, our whole goal was to save up, work hard, save the money... So eventually one day we can buy the house. So at that time, we got about 15G save up. We took that 15K, everything, everything, and boom, bought over this here cinching kiosk. And um, we actually owe the guy $5,000 on a handshake. He wanted to sell for 20. We only got 15. At the time, I didn't know how to negotiate it's the way I do now. So whatever he asked, we pretty much paid for it. But we knew that we can make that money back uh, pretty quick. So, bought over the hair extension kiosk. Now, I was working at the job. I start out 1:30 p.m. all the way, and then I work all the way until 10 o'clock at night. But I switched my shift, so I was working at 5 o'clock in the morning all the way until like 1:30 or so. And then um, after that, I get off. I get to go home. I shower. I jump in. I got, um, and then I help out uh, the wife with the hair extension kiosk. Anyways, I quit my I quit my job at the age of 26. Bought a first house at the age of 23. And that was incredible. Throughout our whole journey from 18 all the way to my, uh, with 23, uh, my wife and I was pretty much like an underdog. We didn't tell anybody what our goal, what our dream was. We didn't tell anybody what we're doing. We didn't tell nobody, our friends or family, that we own the business. Because some of them you know, call me a loser, that I was a high school dropout, that I was never going to succeed or amount to anything. So we my wife and I, you know, we pretty much distanced some of our friends, some of our family that were toxic. We was just focused on our goals and focused on our dream, and we was just grinding. We put our head down, we just grind, save, grind, save, and budget and just discipline ourselves with Moni. So now I'm at full time working at the hair extension kiosk with the wife. At the age of 27, we got our house paid off. We got our car paid off. We were, dude, we were budgeting. We were budgeting and saving like every single dollar. You know, I remember there were times where uh, we were only spending fifty bucks a month on ourselves after all the bills and everything was being paid, and we keep our budget or bills or overhead to super low. I was driving a nineteen ninety-seven Honda Accord with over two hundred thousand miles on it. And when we bought over the hair stinging kiosk, within like two years or so, I was we were making six figure six figure a year, and we were still living in in the shed behind that mobile home park from eighteen to twenty-three. So there's a quote that said entrepreneur is someone that's willing to live you know a few years of their life like no one won't so they can spend the rest of their life living like no one can't now at the time lon and i didn't know that about that quote but that was kind of a whole mentality that we knew that we have to make sacrifices we knew that we have to pay the price for the future that we won't right because we saw our friends and our family they were making so much money more than us But they were always broke, always living paycheck to paycheck, always complaining about their financial situation because they were spender, right? They were spending more than what they make. They were trying to look rich, not become rich. And become financially free our goal was different our goal was how can we become rich and become financially free at a young age so we don't have to spend the rest of our life working for someone or working hard and grinding until we're 65 or 70. so we knew that we have to pay the price and we knew that we cannot do the same what they were doing and i'm telling you it's definitely not an easy journey you know delaying that instant gratification Holding back on that, resisting that temptation is extremely, extremely hard. But you got to understand, bad habits, it's easy to take on, but it's hard to live with, right? All that bills comes in, you know? And good habit is hard to take on, but it it makes your life much easier. So anyways, at 26, uh, I quit my job. 27, we got our house paid off, our car paid off. We were pretty much kind of debt free. We got some money sitting in the bank. We got a little hair extension kiosk. We took a trip to Vietnam, uh, like a month trip. Came back, the wife went kind of depressed. Why got? What got her depressed was, was her limited belief. Like she wanted to be, she wanted to become a mo- a millionaire, but her mind tells her that she couldn't. So we knew that with the with the way that we're going, there's no way that we can get to that millionaire mark. And it's not about saving to a million dollars. It's about how can I generate a million dollars a year, right? Like actually I I can produce like a million dollars, not save to a million. And we knew even if we save with the way that we're going, we're probably going to take us to we're 60 or something, right? So um, she came across this, this movie, this book called The Secret. And that's kind of what unlocked everything for her. You know, it tells her that she can achieve and have whatever she wants as long as she can put her mind, like as long as she believes and she put her mind to it. And that just kind of exploded her, uh, like her everything. That's it, it took her limited belief off. She got excited again. And our next phase was got into real estate. So at 27, so at 27, I remember coming home. Lon said, hey, Kong, um, I want to get into real estate. I, I, I want to flip houses. And, uh, I say, wow. So I, I question her. I say, so you're going to take everything and risk everything that we got here to go flip houses where we don't know anything about construction. We don't know anything about real estate. We don't know the term. We don't know. We don't have any connection. She, she, she said, yes. And anyway, she, she bought a ticket of seven, uh, $7,000, three day seminars. And we went there, and it taught us everything about, um, you know. And and I'm all about, you know, supporting the wife, whatever she wants to do. My goal in my life is to make whatever she wants come true. That is like that is my that is that is my why. Most people ask me, Sukhan, what's your why? What gets you excited? What wakes you up every day? Is my goal is whatever she wants. I want to make that become a re- reality. I wanna I wanna support, and I just want to go and execute. I want to go and do it and make it happen for her. I want to be the man that that she can pretty much lean on because you know I was I was brought up in a family that you know if you're the man like you're kind of man of the house you got to hold the house down and uh, you know and they said every successful man there's a great woman behind it right so anyways we got into real estate and went to the seminars they taught us about lease options owner contracts subject to wholesaling fix and flip landlord all of that and then my dude, my mind was exploded with all this new information. My awareness is starting to expose when I drive. I, I look at house differently now. Right before that, when I come across an earth, uh, an ugly house, I'd be like, well, who the heck buy this, right? Who the heck buy this? It's a teardown. They should blah blah blah. You know, we're looking at nice property. But after that, so anyways, I got I got my first uh, flip. I uh, it was on the market. I bought it for 63k. We put about 50, 45, dollars 50, into it. Sold it for like one seventy, and after about four uh, four months or so, four to five months, we got a, a general contractor that works on the whole entire project. And let me tell you something: the book that changed and shaped my mindset and changed my mindset and my life is called Think and Grow Rich. You know, you don't need to be an expert, and you don't need to be good at everything. You need to be able to find somebody that knows how to do what you want to do, that they're good at doing that, and then you just leverage their skills all right, to get it done for you, so we got a general contractor, man, and uh, after about four months, um, after all the closing costs, all the fees, walk away and make 50, G, dude, I was so freaking, dude, I was so excited, and I knew this was, man, I knew what, what, now my beliefs become so real, right, before that, it was like, how, you know, uh, can I really do this, because it took me six months to actually got my first deal, right, I said, can, you know, we got a bunch of time, bunch of money invested. And I said, can we really do this? And until that was done, money was in there. You're right. I got the checks in my hand, man. Oh, my God. That's when my, 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 my mind here just exploded. I knew if I can make 50, I knew that I can make, you know, 100, 200, uh, 300K, etc. So, and uh, let me share with you kind of my mistake when I did the whole fix and flip game. One, I was just not good at it. Number two, I was trying to grow too fast, too quick. You know, I was learning the process. I was learning the construction term. I was also learning how to find deals. I was pretty much in the learning process, but I was focused on chasing deals instead of focused on profit and slow down a little bit. You know, I was doing one deals and I was seeing other people doing two or three flips at the same time. And I was like, wow, you know, like I was trying to rush right trying to rush trying to get to that million mark so i caught myself in a point where i was doing 3 to 4 flip at the same time i got about 1.5 million tied up i kind of tap out i couldn't leverage anymore and uh, at this time i almost lost everything i got into two major flips that i almost lost everything one one flip that cost almost made me lost everything and i found this property i locked it up on a contract and at this time i knew i couldn't buy anymore but then I recall that there's there's a thing called wholesaling. There's a real estate investor in my in my area, and said, "Hey, Kong, you should try out wholesaling because you're so good at finding deals. Why don't you try to wholesale?" So I kind of looked into wholesaling a little bit. I got the property on a contract. I found a buyer in seven days and closed on it within seven, probably in ten days. Made I made twenty eight G, and from that moment on, man, I never looked back. I shut down my whole fix and flip operation, finished whatever I got, and went all in. On wholesaling. After like a, a year or so, I was still like kind of kind of one man show. I was doing everything myself. You right? And then the wife came. on telling me, well, Kong, you gotta leverage. You gotta leverage, right? You gotta hire people. You gotta hire people. So, anyways, I got my first VAs, and from that moment on, we're we're doing 50k a month, and we do 100k a month, and now we're obviously over 100k per month mark. So at 32, I became, I I, 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 I got done with my whole fix and flip. I was uh, I was into to wholesaling. I became a millionaire at 32. From that on, I just leveraged that that money, took all the cash that I got from the whole fix and flip game, and I just spent on marketing, spent on hiring employee, spending on putting system and team in place, and here I am today at the age of 36. I got system. I have teams. We have about eight or nine VAs that does my whole entire wholesaling process. Now, at this time, I don't see the seller. I don't see the property. I'm able to do this all virtually all over the phone. So for those of you who don't know what wholesaling is, what wholesaling is, is that all you're doing is you're just locking a property up on a contract at a certain discount. Then you, then that contract, that contract give you equitable interest where it allows you to assign it over to another buyer for a profit. It could be 1,000, 5,000, even a hundred thousand on one deal. And you don't need any cash. You don't need any good credit. You don't need any experience. You don't need any kind of license. You don't need a college degree, a high school diploma to actually become a real estate wholesaler or a real estate investor. All right. What you do need is you need the work ethic and you need the willpower to sustain the obstacles, all those challenges that's going to come into your life. And just be able to keep on pursuing and keep on pushing forward. So... Like I said, so now I have system, I have team in place. I work about two hours, um, two hours a day, on my wholesaling business. I spent the rest of my day creating content, building my own personal brand. Now uh, you can find me on YouTube, you can find me on Instagram. I'm also on TikTok. Just within um, less than 12 months, we're all over 200,000 follower right now on TikTok. So I'm now I'm growing in my to my personal brand and all of that, and sharing with you guys kind of my journey. I'm sharing, I'm sharing with you guys everything I've learned, you know, all my mistakes, what works, what doesn't work for me. So hopefully you guys can learn from it. But most people are just not willing to put in the execution. You know, they like to educate, but they don't execute. And you got to understand, knowledge without execution is worthless. So many people are... Uh, I think procrastinating, they're not willing to take another step forward to actually pull the trigger and do it because they're stuck in the analyze, paralyze spot. You got to understand that you gotta, you're not going to have everything figured out. You got to take this one step at a time. And let me tell you something from my mistake, slow and steady. And don't focus on chasing deals, but focus on chasing profit. Which means you hear people making, you know, do I'm closing 5, 10, 20, 20 deals this month. It doesn't matter. But those 5, 10, 20 deals could have been $1,000 a piece or $2,000 a piece. My average wholesale deal now are between 20 to 25K a piece. And I do about maybe 5, you know, 8 to 10 of those a month. I'm not doing, I'm not cranking 20, 30 deals a month, right? And so don't focus on numbers of deals, but but focus on chasing profit. That is the key. Ultimate, what is the bottom line? And I don't have a big office space. I do this all virtually. I run my business um, from my home. Obviously, wherever there's Wi-Fi, Starbucks, or whatever it is. Um, you know, my wife and I went to Vietnam for a month and a half. I can still run my operations all virtual. It, so that's why my wife and I, if it wasn't for the whole uh, pandemic here, Corona and all that, we, we, we take vacation. We go to a, a spot every other month. Like every other month, right? we would go somewhere. Because we're not trapped, we're not whole, right, by four walls, by a brick building. I'm free, man. I'm free like a bird. Because I, I already spent a lot of my life working in a building, working in a building, trapped in the wall, trapped in the building. I don't want to be that. Now, listen, it's not, I'm not saying the way I'm doing it right or wrong, it's just whatever fits for you. This, this is what fit for me. I used to think that I like to go into an office space and all that. I tried that and I hated it because I was so, I I see people on social media with office space, with employee, they walk in and I thought that was success. But success is whatever it is to you. It all comes down to is happiness, man. At the end of the day, are you doing what you want to do? Are you where you want it to be? And if that's it, you are successful, my friend. So don't, don't look at someone else and think that is success. No, whatever it is to you. So anyways, that's kind of my stories, that's kind of my journey, where I'm at right now. And I'm continuing sharing with you guys kind of what I do. You know, mostly I teach you how to negotiate, how to find buyers, pretty much anything in wholesaling, virtual wholesaling, I'll show you exactly how to do it step by step. So if you want to follow, hit the subscribe button, make sure you turn on the bell notification. If you haven't followed me on Instagram, hit me up on IG, go to Kong, K-H-A-N-G. Now, once again, let me share you with you something. Pretty much the whole story. It doesn't matter who you are today, what matters is who you become tomorrow. When I was 18, I was being called loser that I was never gonna be successful. But now I make more in one month, one month, man, than my friends and family makes in the whole entire years. I have friends that go to college for eight years and still make less than what I make in a month. So it doesn't matter who you are or the situation. That you're in right now what matter is who you become tomorrow if you choose to stay broke and to stay poor then shame on you because here in america the land of opportunities where we all have equal opportunities man to make it in life the question you should ask yourself is do you have what it takes and are you willing to put in the work and to pursue your dreams